Good job. You made it back for another episode of The Lord of the Storm, where we are marching through the New Testament one chapter at a time. I'm your Bible reading friend, Dan Parr, and today we are in Acts chapter 4. If you have a Bible handy, you can go ahead and turn there now so you can read along. As always, I'm reading from my Easy to Understand and Read, or EUR, Bible. All right, today, the student becomes the master. For their entire lives, the disciples had been under the religious leaders of their day. But since Jesus came along, all of that has been upended. And in today's chapter, Peter lays a smackdown on the leaders, and it is awesome. I love this part of scripture. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you are the word. And we now have a few minutes we get to spend with you. Help us to hear from you today, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 4. As Peter and John spoke to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple guards and the Sadducees came to them and were upset because they were teaching the people and proclaiming through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was evening. But many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. In the morning, the rulers, elders, and religious teachers were together in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and many others that were relatives of the high priest. When they had Peter and John stand before them, they asked, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we are being questioned today about a good deed done for a crippled man, about how he was healed, Let it be known to all of you, and to all the people of Israel, that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands here before you healed in him. As it is written, he is the stone which was regarded as worthless by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that is given to men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and had noted that they were uneducated and simple men, they marveled. They recognized that they had been with Jesus. Seeing the man who was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But they commanded them to leave the council, and they spoke among themselves, saying, What should we do to these men? Because for certain a miracle has been done through them, as everyone in Jerusalem can plainly see, and we can't deny it. But so that this doesn't spread any further among the people, Let's threaten them that from now on they don't speak to anyone in this name. They called them in and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, judge for yourselves, for we can't help telling the things which we saw and heard. When they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way to punish them because of the people. For everyone praised God for what had been done. For the man that had this miracle of healing was over 40 years old. After they were let go, they went to the other believers and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard it, they lifted up their voice to God together and said, O Lord, you are God who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. By the mouth of your servant David, you said, Why do the nations rage and the peoples conspire in vain? The kings of the earth take a stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, to do whatever your hand and your wisdom planned beforehand. Now, Lord, 
Look at their threats and grant that your servants will speak your word with boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When they had finished praying, the place where they had gathered was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Those who believed were of one heart and mind. Not one of them claimed that anything of the things they owned was their own, but they shared them. With great power, the apostles gave their testimony of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Great grace was on them all. For there wasn't any among them that lacked what was needed. For those who were land and homeowners, they would sell their property and brought the earnings from them and laid them at the apostles' feet. And distribution was made to each according as anyone had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, who was also called Barnabas, which also means son of encouragement, had a field and sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. I am sure that the religious leaders of the day, right after they asked, by whose name and power are you doing this, regretted asking the question. I mean, what were they expecting to hear? Well, whatever it was, Peter gave them an earful and with his answer, just stripped them of all their self-importance and whatever authority they thought they had. It's not by our authority. It's by the authority that comes with the name of Jesus, whom you killed that we're doing this. Oh, and by the way, Jesus is the only way you're going to be saved. And then he goes on to quote scripture to fully substantiate what he's telling them. They live their lives by the authority of scripture. Great. Here's some scripture for you. Smack. (laughs) And the thing is, Peter is telling them this, and there is a chance for them to get right with God. They could have listened and received forgiveness for what they had done, but they were too proud. They were still under the false assumption that they were in control. And that can happen to us too, right? When we have sin in our lives, we can think, I got this. I don't need to submit to God in this area. It's under control. And it may be for a while, but eventually that disconnect is going to get bigger if you don't deal with it and it's going to get harder to fix the longer it goes unchecked in your life. Now, what's funny to me about this is the response Peter has back to the leaders after they just told him not to talk anymore about Jesus. Do you think we're going to listen to you instead of God? (laughs) So since the leaders are without real power, what do they do? They threaten them. We can't refute anything you're saying, Peter, so just shut up about it if you know what's good for you. But they weren't really fighting the disciples. They're actually fighting against God who healed the man and caused the message to be so powerful that 5,000 men believed in one day. And that's not even counting the women and children. No wonder the leaders were scared. They were being shown to be the paper leaders without any real authority. And people were recognizing the power coming from Jesus through the disciples. And as further proof of that power, the disciples take those threats they received to the Lord in prayer, reminded themselves what scripture says, And then we're told, when they finished praying, the place where they were staying was shaken. Once again, we see the power of Jesus on display through the lives of his followers. May he show his power through us as well. Let's pray. Father, you are not only the Lord of the storm, you are Lord of all, and there is no limit to your power. Lord, work through us with that power to reconcile the world to you. For the one listening today who needs to see you work in their life in a powerful way, let them see it, I pray. May you once again show them that you are all-powerful and help them with whatever they are facing. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you once again for showing up. I'm looking forward to our next time together. Until then, God bless.